Okay. Uh, this is the first in a series of conversations that we are trying to have on topics which affect all humankind. Uh, so my first question to you is how do you view death? What is your umbrella thought about death? Death. Hmm. So death is the only definitive thing. Okay. Since once there is life, death is the only definite thing for sure. And looking, I'm not really uh, thought thought about it, but uh, we know that time, or rather, I see it that time is ticking, but. Uh, so you know whatever has to be done whatever you think must be achieved or completed has a time limit so make best use of whatever time is left but in terms of uh, the completion what happens or how it happens is not uh, something that you ponder over or you know uh, think something you know that how is it going to happen when is it going to happen why is it going to happen not not in that sense it's just that you know that this is going to happen and when is sort of uncertain why is also uncertain how is also uncertain but it's certain that it's going to happen so make best use of whatever time is then with us okay i have two immediate questions that come to mind one is why would you not think about it at all if it is that certain because it is a rarity in all the other uncertain things that you mentioned so because uh, whatever kind of thought process or hypothesis you know that we do it can't really uh, give any sort of experiential wisdom till we <laughs> till we die so as such the question you know whatever we do it will just be a thought or a hypothesis or you know an assumption so spending much time on it we, we all I mean surrounded with all kinds of assumptions and that's how we live also our lives but this is like one more so there is uh, nothing really fruitful, I think, you know, which will come because you have a certain hypothesis about it or an assumption or, you know, you work. So hence, don't spend too much time on it. More on that. Okay, my second question regarding that was, is it uh, the wisdom part that you spoke about or is there also a sense of fear in contemplating the exactness of death? No, so fear, it, yeah, fear maybe it, it can be deep-rooted and I think would exist probably if uh, gone deep. But um, even though that aspect, I mean at times probably I might have um i might have thought on that this and it didn't 
seem very uh, you know as fearful as people generally tend to make it it is uncertain that is there so fear of uncertainty is always there this is i think with each one so that can't be avoided but uh, you know it is uh, the uncertainty is only about something that's not happened so really going over it you know will just uh, i think keep making you more and more you know anxious or more and more you know fearful it's like that you know so you have fear of that interview say you have a fear of attending interviews so the interview you know is in one month's time so from now you start thinking about it and you are rolling in that right okay so it's now one month one month and then okay 30 days 29 days and you keep counting you keep living you keep increasing your fear more and more or else so you rather keep it like is it now you look at it is it now is it now so it's not now so then why fear now at the time of interview let's fear so you are pushing that fear to the point when the interview is there so what happens is all this anxiety and you know stress that you went through probably the 30 days that you have reduced to one day or at least to the time that that interview is there so at that time is it now yes it is now so now is the time you know you either you remain or live that fear or you you know do whatever is that you can the best that you can okay i i wanted to pause here because this is something that was uh, crossing my mind right now this this doing the best that you can because you have uh, you have a limitation on time uh, is this what also uh, spurs you to do the right action because uh, that effectively forces you to look at time as a uh, commodity with uh, which is not endless hmm. so you have to make best use of it so you will put your entire attention to what has to be done and so you will start mastering whatever subject you pick up a little more seriously uh, obviously uh, it's not a guarantee right because death may also encompass death of ideas concepts and whatever we think about time or any such thing um okay so that is how you connected with so because there is death so there needs to be an urgency that urgency leads to better quality of thoughts and words and living if one were to put it in a certain format i have one question uh, regarding first i will ask the basic question or there are a lot of philosophers in the world who contemplated death and uh, and come out with a lot of wisdom as well uh, that is not necessarily uh, actionable quote unquote but they have contributed there is there are a lot of them uh, how do you view people who have come up with certain kinds of philosophies or about even religion in a way can be loosely said to be a set of beliefs that was brought about by certain wise people not all of them practitioners initially perhaps so how do you view uh, that aspect of life a lot of people say oh i am not afraid of death i'll tell you where i am coming from there are a lot of people who told 
who tell me that they are not afraid of death. It's not about me. It's not about this. But the slightest uh, unhappiness or slightest thing that doesn't go their way, they get agitated very quickly. But when they say they are not afraid of death, they actually think they mean it. Yeah, I think uh, I think even I was like that at one point that you know I don't fear death. But uh, at times when I think looking at it more closely, because it's that uncertainty and you have not conquered fear, so it's there. And if I now look at it a little more objectively, I think there is going to be, you know, the fear. The fear is there, the uncertainty is there. So as such, it's not going to be like, you know, that you don't. Once you are in that situation, it will be a little kind of overwhelming, I think. If I look at it, you know, a little objectively, I don't think it's going to be a little as normal like you know things are going on not like that but at the same time at that point what can be done if something is there and it is inevitable so at that point what you can do is what's the best that you can do so okay so looking at that it's more about you know do the best for at the moment that you are in. And so is that a sort of practice? Because yes, yes, the yes. overwhelming nature of death or we keep talking death but I am seeing even death of a big idea. So I am investing to start a new business and suddenly I find that that business is banned in that particular geography or whatever or some big problem comes up. In the, in the event of death of an idea or my own self or my health so, uh, living in the moment is a very nice thing to hear, yes, but yes. how yeah, does but one do that? Yeah, it, living, actually practicing it is uh, humongous, a very, very difficult task. I've been trying for many years, it doesn't happen. It is very but so, what is the advantage? So, on one hand, you have told us when we were starting that there is a certain sense of urgency and the, the right mindset to live the right way. So, if one is trying, however successful or uh, not in that particular scenario, how do you, what is the benefit of even trying anything like that? Yeah, so it, it is not just about that. In general, it's like given whatever situation you are in, so what best can be done at the current, given the circumstance, given whatever is the you know, situation that you are in. What can one do best is max, you know, that's possible. Because what else can you do to make the situation better? So, since this, what you can, and whatever that you think of and do, generally decisions, they tend to go bad or they tend to become or go against you. Mostly because you probably are not, you know, in a right state of mind. Okay. So, so, so being in the moment is more about that you are sort of um, fully engrossed in the current and you are not 
um, cluttered with you know the fear which is the uncertainty of the future or some experience of the past and you just look at it as the current situation as it is and try to do best for that situation so hopefully you will get or you will take a decision which is more balanced and which is not influenced by you know your past uh, probably some experiences which are very strong and also probably not because of some uncertainty or something about the future so that way i think uh, that's the best one can do that's the best one can do in the sense that the decision that you have taken is more balanced and hence probably may be the better decision it's not like it's the best decision because no, they are I, I have a question coming there yeah. so uh, okay i i respect the fact that you said that one gets you know a certain kind of practice practice by practice i mean in terms of living reality on a daily basis you try and live in this manner that you spoken to the best of one's capability now suppose there is a big event that has happened and you have acted in the best possible way at that point of time and yet failed in some manner or not failed but you it is result is not what you thought it would be mm. now you cross that moment and go ahead and you look back at it at some other point how can one be sure that there are no regrets about it because uh, i was talking to somebody who said a very interesting thing she said you know some days i i have all the right answers how to resolve this and i wish that like 15 years back when this particular thing had happened to me i had acted like this i would have done the right thing and it would have not created the big mess that it did but unfortunately i do not seem to have the have that wisdom then so my question to you is is there any uh fundamental realization that you've had in your experience at any point of time that helps you not regret the times that you spent earlier is there any point of view you have about the part of regret specifically yeah so uh, so see this is i think always the case no in hindsight when you look at things in hindsight you look at anything in history probably or say even your past whatever things or incidents have occurred if you look at in it in hindsight uh, probably when you are karma you'd say oh this thing i shouldn't have done that is very clear because you see it you see it more objectively you see it more sensibly but you are sensible not when you are in a you know more uh, agitated mode yeah so you are a lot more balanced right and that's when it strikes so to get when you are in that situation and that time to get the balance then the same you know decision would come but the mind is not balanced no, at those times it gets overwhelmed you the whole situation takes over there are people around so their emotions also you know will spill over and it's a whole a mixture of things so with all the these events and people and things happening with all of them if we are able to keep our you know sanity or a balance so then this uh, decision whatever we take would be sensible and i think that is what will uh, you know make us uh, live better live better of course 
and you know and even then we look back it would be like we did the best that we could do in that particular situation even even though it might uh, say as time progresses we might become wiser or we might not become wiser but either ways we might look back and see okay this could have been done better but yeah this is always the case right there is no utopia there is no like an ideal scenario because we are a baggage of ha huh, we are a baggage of n number of defilements impurities and some keep adding some keep you know becoming better so it's a mixture and as one progresses so different things you know look uh, you start looking at things differently so earlier something maybe you know you would see that what i did was this was like completely wrong or completely immature or just stupid or anything because you have reached a certain point now and you think you know that uh, the perspective is bigger is bigger yeah so okay so hence it is more about staying at that so as you uh, i will try to sum up what you said so far that means trying to be at your objective best as much as possible is a good way to live life till you reach the nth point of your life whatever that point would be yeah uh, i would now want to take the conversation to a different aspect so uh, have you dealt with the death of anybody that you know who's been close to you at any point of time mm yeah i friends relatives anyone yeah relatives if we look at recently our relative hmm. who passed away yeah so now how do you look at somebody else's death uh, now i want to bring a perspective to this one is your personal feelings about that person's death that is not what the question is the question is uh, for now you laid the uh, quote unquote ideal way to live kind of at least in your eyes mm-hmm. uh, now there are a lot of people who do not see this as the ideal way to live there are enough number of people who think khao piyo maza karo why do get why do we get serious about stuff that is going to happen there are other people who would think uh, this is all conjecture anyways why bother about what is going to happen let's leave it they may have the same provo- provocation that you had that it is uncertain but that uncertainty is so huge in their high eyes or their viewpoint that they would rather not bother about it at all now having said that they would then not get the uh, urgency to do the right thing or even bother about it they would say i am happy at this point of time why should i bother about anything else and we have seen umpteen number of things like that yeah. now when you see somebody like that pass away and somebody close to you because i would want to know what are the emotional repercussions on your mind mm-hmm. as well as your uh, objective reading if there is anything learning from somebody else's death however painful that it sounds so on death i think um so that individual whoever have gone has gone away and probably uh, so from 
from my perspective if you see yeah. that i see that okay this individual may not have you know done the best possible thing but generally at least the current experience uh, that i've had is more about it's over you know so there is no such uh, yes there might be actually probably for a, a few minutes or so i think that you know it would have been better if such a thing he would have he or she would have done but then it's now over so there is no point really going over it so just sort of leave it in terms of the emotional this um the emotional connect is there but uh, but i as an individual am very selfish so you know it's uh, it's not so strong to really uh, you know have such an impact i think on me so please define selfish here uh, selfish in the sense i am the center of the universe it's more <laughs> on that thing that i am living or every individual of us you know we the i is very very prominent so it doesn't so i am any, alive i don't bother who is alive or not ha huh, so eventually it is more on that that you are the center stage so i am the center stage so nobody replaces this center stage and hence it is very short lived probably it is yeah when there is grief so you it is probably sidelined for some time but then eventually it just uh, disappears it just dissipates okay um what about your how have you experienced the uh, my understanding uh, i i recently uh, suffered a loss like that uh, suffered is a very strong word but right now i would use it uh, because there are uh, various emotions that cross my mind so i am just using it very loosely it is not as strong as suffering used to be about this uh, i think earlier there was sense of a great void and when i use the word void i use it very knowingly that uh, there was absence obviously but the absence used to hurt very terribly mm. uh it used to be uh, a constant sense of how can one live with something which is irreplaceable because every person in our uh, in our vicinity be, be they are relatives or friends or or people whom we know we there was this constant sense of continuity to it and when that was broken uh, there was a lack of understanding there was grief of course there was grief uh, i i also admit the same thing that you did that i realized that okay there was a certain sense of arrogance in being alive uh, mm-hmm. this i learned not only through my own behavior but also through the people who were around me during funerals and i saw them talking of life and business and sometimes absolutely uh, banal things uh, 
write in a crematorium for example they would be talking about uh, do you want to go for a movie 3 days from now or let's meet in the evening and go out for dinner or stuff like that and specifically during times when i was quite in the quote unquote grief mode when i used to hear this standing next to them i used to sense a in me also a sense of i didn't want to believe that i would also die mm-hmm. so there was this ignorance that i wanted to keep alive that this will not happen to me and i had read this somewhere and it resonated well with me that there was a point where you feel that i know a secret that this dead man or dead woman didn't mm. the sense of power of sorts so that was something that made me very unhappy about myself that an event which is of such gravity is being treated uh, so banally by me also but i was it i was angry at them but i was also angry with myself because i also belong to that creed of people and i have studied that uh, for for many many years even as a kid i used to be enthralled by it as a kid i thought i was far more sorted about death and now the difference of late when i have uh, seen couple of losses in the last one or two years i think there is a sense of absence but it does not hurt as much the sense of absence is there and that's the reason why i do not want to call it the void because when it was the void it it just was like a huge valley that had no end the feeling was of despair and i just didn't know what to do with it and not necessarily because the person had died it could have been some loved one some friend uh, somebody who parted because of going away because of some reason or another or we did not uh, find common ground for friendship or love or any relationship later so that used to be a huge sense of loss now over a period uh, in my understanding that uh, there is a sense of certainty that things will go wrong this is recent so i cannot really uh, go a little deeper into this but there is a certain sense of that things will go wrong in some manner and my planning towards working towards things includes that certainty mm. that things will go wrong and that kind of frees me with the setbacks that i get it's not that i feel any less uh, but the intensity goes lesser So in so death, it's more about it's more like Murphy's law. It could be Murphy's law, but again, Murphy's law sometimes sounds to me cocky about knowing laws and words that make you deal with it. Visa, we have lived experience has a different sense of. I know it sounds contradictory, but it's a joy of sorts to be to be negative about things. it's a joy that you were presuming things would go this bad and then they sometimes never reach that aspect mm-hmm. and you feel okay i can manage i can manage and in doing so uh, there is a certain reason for doing this uh, i personally had a lot of problems with uh, dukha is a concept as propounded by a uh, lot of sages mm-hmm. 
and i always felt that they were being very why were they negating the happier times mm-hmm. over a period one understanding that came to me was that dukha is not just sorrow it is also some kind of dissatisfaction and as certain experiences taught me again and again just embedding the dissatisfaction with, within the satisfaction that one was taking i think that was freedom i do not know what words to use but actually it was freedom because it just freed you from the consequences that were going to happen if they were going bad you already knew partially that they were going to go this way in death the i would want to think the recent losses that i have seen uh, and i continue to hear in today's times uh, i am overwhelmed there are days when i just sit and cry but it is more on a very very cosmic level of seeing dukha spread over humanity in this in the form of a disease which none of us seem to have any handle over but again even i cannot cry beyond a minute or minute and a half again i come back to that acceptance of the fact that well today it's called covid for example but earlier it was called cardiac arrest or cancer when we were growing up suddenly started uh, gaining huge proportions i want to ask you you mentioned about people in the funerals mm. they are you know talking about uh, everything you know the most banal thing ha huh, the most banal thing so what what do you think should be the topic because i found myself also in the same situation and i generally i think also it's a thing that people that you have not met from a long time you tend to meet over there so even i end up uh-huh. uh, talking i think everything but about the person who has just passed away but what is a more what according to you is a more appropriate thing to i think uh, one one important thing that i would want to put is there is no should in this i do not have a point of view how others should be mm-hmm. it was more my understanding of the arrogance of the living over the dead is possible i may have read this concept and internalized it it is a possibility um, but uh, to answer your question i think one should if at all there is a should one should study one's mind and figure out if it is escapism are we trying to escape uh, the concept of death itself uh, i will give you an example that had happened a very very dear friend had lost his mom to cancer and she was suffering for around uh, i think more than a decade if i am not mistaken mm-hmm. and when when i went to the funeral he was talking to another friend at a decibel level that was unbelievable mm-hmm. and laughing and talking and i my first reaction was this guy is in shock mm-hmm. and he was laughing and talking about some you know what happened and this or that and stuff and obviously out of respect nobody was pointing it out it was his mom who had just expired and he was close to her Uh, till date i would think uh, he is not understood that point is what i would think i haven't met him very often so the yeah. question remains at the funeral you just got to ask yeah. yourself what is your state of mind really like even i was uh, thinking about it and what comes to my mind is more that it should be silence is the only appropriate sort of 
so i was just you know pondering over that and i think uh, in terms of what one can speak the there is probably nothing silence is probably the only thing that can um make one realize that what's you know what's really important yeah not even important i think at that point in time that you know that some individual has passed away and i was also thinking respect for the dead in a way yeah so i think silence is the only appropriate thing to do it if at all if at all but you know it becomes very uh, uh unnerving for a lot of people also I yeah because if you just don't speak it's you know not uh, it's not like there is any grief or anything as such the silence is just a good response i think it's not but people would mistake it to be a shock or a grief or a something uh, yeah. probably i think is manageable that part at least is manageable maybe it's something to ponder over our own limitation of time as you put it in the beginning so yeah this has been a wonderful conversation on death a very good start hopefully yeah. uh, let's hope people who are listening can spend some time on uh, all of us are trying to grasp our heads around this uh, unbelievably real topic of sorts <laughs> so let's hope we have somebody... all, we left death and we are talking about what should happen or what should be be a reaction after death yeah so we left death long <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess so Hopefully but it is it is an important aspect because it it is the physical uh, surroundings of certainty that we will be facing at some point of time hopefully at uh, least that's something that we'll do while we are living <laughs> so that we can't think of a reaction <laughs> we won't have one that's a wonderful end to a very serious topic thank you so much yeah, bye nice talking bye bye